Right now, the things everybody was talking about this past weekend was the weather here in southern Ontario. Just what is going on? People kept looking at the calendar and saying, this this can't be happening in the middle of April. Well, it was happening. Joining us to talk about this is Anthony Farnell, Chief Meteorologist with Global News. Anthony, thanks so much for the time. It's good to have you with us today. Oh, thanks for having me on. And uh, yeah, it has been quite the weekend, uh, to say the least. I watched you on uh, on Global National last night, uh, and you were out uh, in Burlington at Spencer Smith Park. Uh, and I have never, and I, this is, I'm born and raised in this area, and I have never seen the water like that, the breakwater, as high as it was. Uh, th- that, that was just it was a spectacular shot, but it had to be a little frightening. It was frightening, and you know, just showed up in the middle of this storm ice pellets uh, hitting them in the face they brought their kids there because i think everyone also from the area realized that this was a historic day and seeing 10 to 15 foot waves crashing ashore and then that uh, water that eventually just sprays off to the side with because of those 80 to 100 kilometer per hour winds it was just wild and it definitely didn't look like uh, lake ontario well i mean you've seen you've, you've done hurricane coverage in the past and i'm not going to try to say it's akin to but boy, it sure reminded me of of some of the coverage we saw with Katrina and some of those other great storms. Yeah, even uh, Irma, we were seeing yeah. waves like that, but that was coming in off of uh, off of the Atlantic. So it, it was just a wild storm, and the fact that it lasted so long, uh, the Hamilton area getting these wind gusts starting early Saturday morning and lasting right up until Sunday night. And, uh, of course, the freezing rain was bad, but it could have been so much worse had we not had uh, those ice pellets and, and different forms of precipitation. That actually saved uh, the region from a crippling ice storm. The thing that I just am blown away by, Anthony, is when you look at the maps, and you were showing this on, on, on Global over the last couple of days, uh, the, the cloud deck, for the, I guess is the meteorological term for this, extends from Manitoba to the Maritimes and from Ontario all the way down to Mexico. Now, I, I don't know if this is the mother of all storms, but boy, it sure is a big one. It really is, and uh, that tropical connection uh, all the way to uh, people vacationing in Cancun, Mexico, that's where the big thunderstorm complex started, and then you had this almost constant line of rain, tornadoes to the south of the U.S., and then just this swath of heavy snow on one side, blizzard conditions, uh, it was a baseball nightmare over the weekend as uh, Major League Baseball is playing catch-up, so many parks had snow, rain, freezing rain, and... Places like North Bay, Sudbury, looking like midwinter as well. Wyerton, over 50 centimeters. And now it's Montreal. All the schools there are closed today because of ice, and it's headed for Atlantic Canada. This is one of the big ones for sure. What's causing this? I mean, we're not averse to the idea that every now and then, even this late in the year, and I can remember even getting a slight snowfall in the first week of May uh, a few years ago, but it's usually just a dusting, and it's, oh, isn't that weird? But but this is a big one, and, and this is relentless. I mean, what, what's causing a system like this this late into the spring? Well, one of the reasons that it is such a slow mover is because it's so late in the spring. The jet stream tends to slow down as the season changes, and you get these leftover pools of cold air. It's kind of winter's last gasp, and this time it's been basically the entire month of April and even going back to March sitting over central Canada, and for the most part, the storms in March, those big, crazy, bombed-out nor'easters affecting New York, Boston, and Atlantic Canada, we were spared. The Great Lakes were spared. We knew, though, at our Global Weather Center, we were always saying, there's going to be one last gasp of winter. Don't take those winter tires off. 
And uh, it just really came true in a, in a big way over the course of the weekend. Yeah, well, I took my winter tires off. <laughs> and you guys talked about this on the air. I mean, you've got to book that like a couple of weeks in advance. We thought April 15th, I'm, I'm sure we're going to be okay. Uh, but, you know, I guess the best thing, I stayed in all weekend as a result of that. I said, I'm not even going to try to drive this. But it was wicked, and uh, and it, it, it's relentless. I mean, our daughter lives up in Barrie, and, and I see that the 400 was closed for the longest time today in both directions, again because of the ice. I mean, this this is really unusual for this time of year. It really is, and hydroplaning was a big factor as it started to melt last night as well. We uh, almost went into the ditch a couple of times on on the QEW coming back into Toronto, and as you got north, it would just got colder. And what people don't realize is that ten centimeters of ice pellets on the road is very different to drive in compared to ten centimeters of, of fluffy snow, which you would get in January or February. So that kind of threw people for a loop and of course the city plows were out on some streets they spared others and this morning it's just a slushy mess everywhere are you surprised that it's lasted as long as it has i mean we've had big blasts of, of ugly weather especially in the winter time but it, it usually moves pretty quickly and, and it kind of hits us pretty hard and you know, 24 hours later it's usually gone this one decided to hang around a while it really did, and uh, you know what? I, I don't want to dwell on this, but even though the snow chances are going to diminish after a few flurries tonight and tomorrow, uh, but we're still going to be below average when it comes to temperature, probably into early May. So we're still not seeing that point where we switch, and it may go right to summer this year, but it has been uh, been unusual. And the last ice storm I can remember in the month of April was way back in 2003 and this was kind of comparable where uh, it was some areas that got uh, no that had lost power for a couple of days others ended up with ice pellets so that's the only really comparison I can see this late in the season I can still remember last spring Anthony some of those horrific pictures you were showing on global uh, about the flooding that was going on in some sections of Toronto especially on Toronto Islanders they're concerned that that could repeat itself with this storm well, I would have said last week, no, not a chance. And uh, I know that there have been measures uh, in place where they've been letting out a lot more water this year over by Cornwall, uh, making the uh, St. Lawrence River a little bit higher, but also lowering Lake Ontario. So they have done some preventative measures. But over the course of the last three days, we've gotten a month and a half to two months worth of rain, snow, ice pellets, and all of that has to go somewhere. When it melts, uh, it's thankfully going to melt slowly, but still, the rivers are going to be high this entire week, and we are starting to see some uh, sharp rises on the lake. So I'm still not expecting a repeat of last year, but we're definitely uh, going to have above normal water levels likely uh, through the spring because of this. I was going to ask you how long that lasts, because I, mean, I know you talked about that last year, about the increase in water levels on the lakes and, and the impact it was going to have. I mean, it was obvious around Toronto Island, but in other sections, but, but really right across the province. I, I think we mentioned last year when you and I were talking that uh, even up around Collingwood and Craigleith, up in that area there near Blue Mountain, uh, uh, Georgian Bay is at the point now. It seems to be about a foot, foot and a half taller or higher than it was a couple of years ago. It sounds like we're going to get that again this summer. Yeah, and, and these Great Lakes, they, they go through cycles that are often one to two decades long. So you have uh, low water levels, which we had a few years back. Everybody was concerned that this was the new normal. They wouldn't be able to boat through certain waterways. And then levels, the entire water table has been climbing of late. And we're just seeing this cycle repeat itself where over the next several years, it looks like more often than not, water will be higher than normal in all the Great Lakes. And picture it as a massive bathtub and basically the only relief 
release is the St. Lawrence River and evaporation. So once the water levels go above normal, it becomes awfully hard to get that water back down. It takes often years. When I saw your long-range forecasting, you talked about abnormally low temperatures again for this time of year. Uh, I guess the obvious question a lot of us have right now, Anthony, is when is it going to start acting like April? <laughs> Probably in May, because right? <laughs> March uh, was more like February. This is more like March, and I think we were about a month behind. So I know uh, in my backyard I have tulips and daffodils that were just peeking through the soil, and now, well, they haven't budged in, in a week or two. So we, we are going to head in the right direction. We're going to have a few days this week that get into the double digits. That's a start. The average high in, in Hamilton is close to 13 degrees. I don't remember when we hit that last, so uh, it's a start. And I think next week a little better, and and we're gonna get past this snow, and we'll maybe just think of this as as a bad memory from uh, from the middle of April. How are you? I, I know our dogs were just looking at me yesterday, like what's going on here? Because I mean, we actually started landscaping and cleaning up our property and getting the the, the garden ready and the grass, and and then all of a sudden this hits. How was Storm handling this yesterday? A storm. Well, yesterday I, I was on the road, so I was. He was here with my wife, but uh, Storm's my dog. For those that don't know, and and he actually loves bad weather, and he he likes snow. Uh, so we were at a pretty popular sledding park this morning, Riverdale Park uh, in Toronto, yep. and I thought there'd be some kids out. There's some school cancellations. Nope, he was uh, the only dog around, but he was still sledding down the hill, and it was uh, pretty neat to see. So he he likes winter weather, no matter no matter what time of year it is. I don't want to get too far into the advanced forecast here, Anthony, but I mean. Does this indicate a tumultuous spring and into summer, or or is it going to settle down and we're going to get some nicer weather? Well, tumultuous spring, I mean, we're almost halfway done. Well, I guess we're only a month in, but it feels like we're halfway done. So I I do see uh, some extremes continuing uh, until this pattern kind of changes. And and that, as I mentioned, is going to take at least into early, potentially mid-May. But there's a shot that right around then we just flip the switch. And what often happens when you have these cool starts to spring is you do get that flip and then it turns into summer and i am still forecasting a summer that's going to have plenty of heat and uh, near normal rainfall so there's a lot to look forward to and we just have to get through the next couple of weeks what's going on with the last couple of years now we usually just go from kind of a sloppy end to winter right into summer there's very little spring these days yeah, and this has been a trend that's actually been going on for, uh, I've tracked it for 10 to 20 years. We've started to see um, winter lasting into the spring, but at the same time, summers lasting into sometimes October and even early November. So it's almost a, a seasonal shift. And I, I think from, from what I have studied is that this has a lot to do with these decadal cycles that happen in, in the oceans. And in this case, it's the Atlantic Ocean that's going through a, a warm phase right now. So that offsets the seasons. And we could see more of this in, in the coming years until that cycle switches. I got to ask you one other question about this because I've seen some of the comments on social media after this ugly weather that we had this weekend. Uh, some of the uh, the global and weather change special uh, skeptics are looking at this and saying, yeah, sure, global warming doesn't really uh could you please explain what what when there's temperature shifts like this and there is uh global warming is going on it does not necessarily mean everything gets hot it means everything gets more extreme is is that a pretty safe uh characterization It's a safe characterization, and that's one of the problems that that we have with people looking out their window, and it's kind of like backyard forecasting. They see something out out the the door, and at the same time, if you look globally, which is the case right now, the globe's temperature is still running well above normal. So just because we happen to be in this period of extreme 
chill and, and snowy conditions. You have to look at the big picture and you have to look at years and years and not just a snapshot of, okay, here's one big storm we haven't seen in a while. Does this mean that there's no climate change or does this mean that it is occurring? You really need to take a, a much bigger <laughs> time frame. Well, we've got a pretty good indication of it, what's happened over the last two or three days. Anthony, I know it's a busy time for you. Thank you so much for taking a, a few moments to talk about this and explain a few things to us. Uh, we'll be watching for you at Global News 530 and 6 tonight. Thanks again. All right. Thanks for having me on.